0: This video is brought to you by ExpressVPN and Shopify. People, more on them after the reaction. Citizens of the Reject Nation, it is time to kick off the What If Season 2 journey. Joined here with the man, the myth, the legend, the coy, the genre. How you doing, buddy? Holidays are here, and so is What If. I am so excited to be covering this with you. John is not with us. I promised him earlier this year that he would have a little bit of time off from filming, and this is allowing us to uh, do a couple of other things so that way he could have the holidays.
1: You know, Greg and Coy don't get time off. We don't get time yeah, from the filming.
0: We must be on camera at all times. <laughs> Guys, you know what to do please go ahead leave a like on this video that would be extremely appreciated also be sure to subscribe click the notification bell because koi and i are going to be covering all of what if season dose and thank you to prepper for helping us it down these highlights lastly massive thank you to all who have joined us at our patreon page or there you get the full interaction watch along where you sync up with your own copy of what if and john and i cover several things exclusively with highlights and watch alongs included koi you ready so ready let's do it I love how her actual delivery with people matches her narration, internal narration. Yeah, the
1: noirness of her yeah. totally
0: plays here. Usually, there's a contrast, but I love how it matches so well.
1: That was like Seth Green as Howard the Duck, just changing the
0: game. That was so good. Okay, whoa. Well, listen, that made me feel great. I'm much more excited about the rest of the season now. And I'll tell you what also makes me feel great. Our sponsors. <laughs> Thank you to Shopify for sponsoring, which is what we use for our merch store and is our game-changing partner in e-commerce. Whether you're launching a passion project or scaling to new heights, Shopify is the e-commerce powerhouse guiding you at every step. From creating your first online store to opening physical locations, Shopify makes it seamless. It's perfect whether you're selling exclusive merch or unique collectibles, thanks to their all-encompassing platform for both online and in-store sales. Their checkout system, unmatched! It's 36% more effective at converting visitors into buyers than other platforms. And let's not forget Shopify Magic, the AI tool that elevates your business with minimal effort. But seriously, reflecting on our journey using Shopify for www.rejectnationshop.com, it's been transformative. The transition, smooth, growth, exponential. Thank you again, Reject Nation. From simplifying sales to scaling our offerings, Shopify has been a cornerstone. Of our success, and Shopify isn't just for us. It powers 10 percent of U.S. e-commerce, backing businesses big and small in over 175 countries. Their award-winning support, always there to guide you. So, ready to join the revolution? Sign up for Shopify at only a dollar a month at Shopify.com/rejects, all lowercase. Shopify.com/rejects. Start your Shopify success story now. Let's grow together with Shopify team. Big thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this video. A real game changer. I've been using for years. That's right years. So whenever they want to work with us, it's an instant yes. You've likely heard about ExpressVPN for online privacy and security, but there's more to it than that. However, there was a very real incident recently with Spectrum showing down my internet and contacting me due to a suspecting hacking attempt. And funny enough, I realized I hadn't actually activated my ExpressVPN on my new laptop that I got a couple of months ago. So I was paying the consequences. Having faced a serious hacking issue on YouTube a couple of years ago, that made ExpressVPN my go-to for both security and freedom. I mean it. And yes, but you is true. Believe me, this channel knows. You can use ExpressVPN to watch movies and shows on Netflix that are not available in your country. This means accessing a vast array of content of over 100 countries, like a global cinema at your fingertips. It's super easy. Open ExpressVPN, switch locations, refresh the browser, and there you have it. Whether it's K-Dramas on South Korean Netflix, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, or more, ExpressVPN has you covered. And it's incredibly fast, ensuring no buffering or lag for smooth HD streaming. It's versatile too, working on not just computers, but phones, media consoles, smart TV, and more. This means you can enjoy your favorite shows on anywhere, any screen. Protect and elevate your internet experience. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use my link, expressvpn.com slash rejects. And you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash rejects. So head to expressvpn.com slash rejects to learn more. Thank you again. All right, guys, if you're listening to us on Apple and Spotify, we just watched What If? Episode one of season two. Now, before going into this, uh, both Co and I were like, eh, it's what if, you know, sure, like, well. it's kind of on the lower end of the spectrum for us when it comes to the rating, the season one, like there were some a couple of episodes that we quite loved, uh, but overall as a whole, and I feel like this one episode, I'm like, they already set a new bar for what the rest of the episodes have to be uh with this with this version of nebula i mean we said it plenty of times during the reaction but in case you decided just to skip the reaction which i find very odd is like i, I loved her portrayal of how it contrasted so differently compared to uh, what we see her in live action they actually took it a different direction it's not just a fun hey what if we like body swapped or what if we position swapped we actually made a, a different character out of her that also still made sense based on the trajectory of where we left off with her at a certain point in time mm-hmm. which you is know? what
1: they did with loki this yeah. felt like what they did with loki
0: yeah, exactly.
1: And that's what what ifs are in the comics. And that's why I didn't love the what if season one as much, because what if season one felt like it was like, what if Peter Parker took trigonometry? I was like, I don't care about any of these ways. <laughs> and like, it just didn't like do enough for me. And then like by the end, I cared because I did care about Sor- uh, Sorcerer Supreme. I cared about and then they didn't do anything with it. So I felt like you finally got me to care by the end of what if season one. And then they like ignored it and teased it and then didn't deliver. Whereas this is the Loki thing where it's an actual what if of grabbing a character we do know and love. Yeah. And then just twisting them at a point that we've already lived through.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Hold on. I'm waiting to see really quick if there's going to be something here at the end. It would seem not. It would seem not. All right. It stays in the video, us waiting for a post. Dramatic pause.
1: That's what the patrons get every day. That's what (laughs) I'm watching faces.
0: Well, the other side of it, too, that I really loved was. Like we know of Xandar, we know of these places. Uh, you know, I, we still call her Glenn Close. I don't even remember her character name, Glenn but, Close. But you know, you take an even though you're doing an alternate version of them, they still feel like they're actually making them more of a character. They still right. feel like we're getting more of a personality behind them. And I really liked the intrigue of it. I mean, just overall the. The overall nuance, I spent forever talking about what makes this one episode better than most of what if season one, just from a season premiere point of view.
1: Season mm-hmm. premiere point of view directing upgrade animation upgrade. Everybody, when we did the review of the trailer, everybody was like, "It's the exact same animation." I was like, "No, it no, it's not." No, Oh, there's so much a, more
0: attention to detail in the movement. The uh, yeah. style could be yeah. the
1: same, but like, it's like you can do a sketch or you can do an art. Like they went in, they, yeah. they kept adding, and then the the DP of this, the the way this oh is God, shot, yeah. the framing, all of that stuff, the way you introduce the season is this.
0: Yeah, like I I remember being kind of okay about the the Peggy Carter one of season one. That yeah. was the premiere. And but that's more of what I meant. Of yeah, okay, it's it's Captain America, but it's Peggy. Instead. Yeah, that's, what yeah, you mean by it's, that's not it's a what-if
1: comic. That's like, all right, you just changed characters. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's
2: not a what-if. That's
0: all you really did. And then here we did a very different plot, which allowed a lot of cool direction and even Jon Rog like uh, the limited screen time you get here. He's. Still got more of a distinct personality than he does in the entirety uh, of Captain Marvel. In the entirety of Captain Marvel, and the twist actually works better. And yep, then absolutely. calling out
1: the twist works great because of how obvious the twist was in Captain
0: Marvel. <laughs> I found myself going, "It would be really cool if this version of Nebula did somehow come to the live action." Yeah, it, I would love to see this version, even her uh, showing up with the Yondu mohawk and the air. I didn't see yeah. any of that coming. Me, that was somehow great.
1: I didn't either. And then all the great Guardians, like you know, comic yeah. cover shots. It was like. It was so obvious, which is what I love when you go like, of course they were setting that up, exactly. but I didn't think of it. Because yeah. like the rock, paper, scissors joke, I'm like, that's funny, but then they made it the team, and I was like, that would be an incredible team.
0: Yeah, and th- that's that's another thing, even looking like a comic book, you know, we said during the reaction too, is that this actually felt like I was looking at a panel. I kept comparing it to, you know, obviously like sci-fi touches of anime. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's got that cyberpunk world. Blade Runner, Animatrix. Animatrix, Ghost in the Shell, things that Matrix yeah. were inspired by. Like all oh, the, the, the derivative, all the 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 Ouroboros <laughs> and, and Matrix yeah. and in anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's and a Neo reason Plum Animatrix Camp exists. Blade Runner, yeah. All those like f- wonderful flourishes throughout. But it didn't just feel, it actually inhabited it. Instead of just paying homage to it.
1: Yeah, it didn't feel like it was trying to take the style. It felt like it was in the style of.
0: Yeah, and they justified it story-wise of how we and got delivery,
1: there. I never even considered how Nebula would be great in a noir. Exactly. It seems like such a funny, like, you know, and like kids are like, who'd win in a fight, Hulk or Thor? I've often done that with characters since phase one of Marvel, where I'm like, what genre would I want to see blank in? You know, since they yeah. had so many
0: genres. I never considered noir Nebula, and it's so obvious. And it makes sense for her to be a detective, like, with her skills. That's what I mean. They actually just used what her skill set was. They did what if they exactly? <laughs> yeah. They, they yeah. just did oh yeah you know what we could what will be a cool genre it seemed like an apt genre to, to put her insert her into
1: this felt like a phase two movie where they were like we've mm. established the characters we're going to change the genres around we're going to enhance the characters yeah. it it didn't make you have to relearn them it didn't do an origin story yeah. because of where it took off and that's why i think phase two is so strong I like Winter Soldier more than First Avenger because now we already know the characters. Now you can try a new genre. I like Guardians of the Galaxy more than I like the First Avenger movie because, as much as I love the Avengers getting together, I was like, these are characters I wouldn't have expected to love and we're invested. This did that. It's a phase two property where it's yeah. like dive in, take a pivot, make a
0: genre, and be dope. Oh, and what they did too with. I got one criticism and I'll go into it. Uh, Breaking but, the arrow. <laughs> but the. Uh, <laughs> The, whatchamacallit, um, uh, what were we talking about? And I interrupted. All? You had one criticism, and I interrupted like an nah, asshole. How wasn't that? No, nah, that's fine. Don't worry that's about the it. the arrow. I was so stressed about how much we have to film today that you're like I keep seeing you glance at the time. I did not sleep because I was like, "There's so much to do, I can't sleep now." That's not healthy. The what was it called? No, 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 Batman. Yeah, I don't remember. He wasn't in it. That's he wasn't in it. There was something there. This all stays in the video. Ain't cutting jack shit out of this one.
1: Glenn Close, Yon Rog,
0: Nebula, Howard the Duck, Howard the Duck. There it is. Howard the Duck. That's what it was. Howard the Duck. It's a character who like started off as a fun little cameo, and in a post credit scene, Green loves him in real life, and asked James Gunn to play him. Okay, I didn't know that. And as it progressed where you see a little bit more of his appearances. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's amusing. It's amusing but I kind of feel like the joke's been done to death of Howard, the duck. And here they actually made him a real character. And in the comics, Howard, the duck has a lot of point. It's like the bad
1: writers yeah. don't know how to write squirrel girl. Bad writers don't know how to write Howard, the duck, and they make them punchlines. Bad writers don't know how to write Deadpool and they make Deadpool punchline. This is much like that where it's like, no, okay. no, Howard, the duck actually has a point. Like Howard, the duck can be great. And yeah. here he is. And Seth Green got the assignment. Like, there's a reason Seth loves Howard the Duck, and this is, like, showcasing that.
0: It's like a Danny DeVito kind of character. Yes! <laughs> you know? And I, I love the portrayal of him. And it's I, Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. little it's guy a Leo with yeah. an attitude yeah. that's just trying to get through. Because the back and forth, too, I thought they had a great... Like, this was paced better than most of season one. And the way mm-hmm. how... They're back and forth with the dialogue with Nebula's very, you know, noirish, uh, dry delivery, and then Howard the Duck's very expressionate delivery. And Tyka, like the, and the, the energy of the people yeah, around him. So good.
1: Ever, and then Groot only did a couple lines because that's dry like Nebula, but it added comedy. It, they really balanced who was on that team well.
0: Yeah. And when a day and age when you got like animated properties like Spider Verse and Invincible. Invincible, and then, you know, I'm just, but just speaking speaking in terms of aesthetics, you know, like oh, okay. uh, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie. Those films uh, are, are, have made such an impact. Puss in Boots, mm-hmm. and that I do think they needed to up the aesthetic overall because that there's so much that can happen in just vibe and mood and emotion based off of how something looks and feels. Agreed. Whereas sometimes these rushed Marvel movies could stand to benefit from letting their visual effects artists really go to town because that could do a lot of work for you that the writing may not be able to have the time to dive into. Just like this. The best thing to happen to what if season two was a
1: strike the animators <laughs> probably to, you yeah. know the animators got probably time to, yeah i i don't think they wanted to put this out in the time and oh, i yeah. also think that the the episode that's christmas is probably always planned to come out at christmas but i do feel like giving this time to really animate really flourish and so you said animation aesthetic with those i was going to go with spider-verse and invincible as being when you trust in a comic property in an animated medium you can really really yeah. adapt comic books in a better way even than live action sometimes because you can like do a characterization in a more unreal way this wasn't trying to be photorealistic this wasn't trying to be it was trying to be awesome and follow the character's journey which is what i think invincible does really well and they did here
0: yeah yeah for sure man for sure my one criticism that i would say is that um that the i I liked what happens to xandar (laughs) but there's just something about the mcu that does not know how to get ronin down yeah. yeah. Like, he's just not a presence here. No, and also, it, the know? Xandar
1: we felt was a character, but we didn't have any Xandarians feel like they were, like, changed. I would have liked another 2 minutes of like life on Xandar under the, you know, oppressive darkness. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit and then maybe, you know, uh, uh what's his name? You just said it. Um Yandu. No, Yanrog. No. Yanrog. Uh just like him, you know, scheming. Like so I
0: wanted a little bit more villainy, a little bit more, you know, that direction. But overall, like this was exceptional. This is exceptional. Guys, what did you think about our first episode of What If? Leave your thoughts down below. Be sure to subscribe, leave a like. Thank you to our sponsors. And Let's end this with a Patreon. <laughs> Job picking a Flav Doran. Flav, you know what we're gonna get you for Christmas this year? We are gonna get you a teleportation device. We need that for you, for you specifically, so that way, whenever it comes time to us watching Hunter Hunter, we teleport you into our bathroom office. <laughs> Yes, it's a, that way, and we're gonna lock it so we can you can hear us through the you wall. Can hear us, and if we have a question, we shout it at you. And whenever you show up in our bathroom, the it's not the working. Answers. Okay, yeah, sure. And the toilet sure, won't be working. Toilet, I don't. So it's I not. A, it's honestly, not, didn't catch what John. Said. What'd you say?
2: I said you better have the answers. Because you know oh, we'll be on him for you know whatever we need to ask him about. So like, oh, I the care, moment he's, I
0: could care less about that. I really just want Flev <laughs> trapped in the bathroom while we're filming Hunter Hunter. I think that'd be hilarious.
2: Sure, yeah, absolutely. And uh, none of the facilities work. There's no paper or you know other uh, hygiene products. Yeah. So don't even think about using that bath. It's
0: not for your well being. And so it's not
2: a practical choice. What
0: we're gonna do then is, while you're in the bathroom, you're gonna get a shard Ooh. that slides. Underneath <laughs> through the bathroom slant, oh, every 10 minutes, and you're gonna be like, What is it? You're not gonna be able to tell what, what this shard is. You're gonna, get, you're gonna get a little shard at a time, and eventually, you're gonna put it together, and you're gonna realize it's a Blu ray. Oh, what's this blue? It's a Blu ray of Hunter Hunter. What they're not even watching. The
2: Blu-rays <laughs> I gave her—they're <laughs> all in here.
0: And he's destroying the Blu-rays. Yes, feed it to me every time I go to the bathroom. That's your precious present, <laughs> man. It's, it's, I'm good. It's I'm okay, gonna torture you, I'm. you in our bathroom. Which <laughs> give you a yeah, that's what, you get for holidays. that's
2: what you get for all your goodwill <laughs> and right. your encouragement of our watching experiences. Take, take that Fletch. Your preservation Merry of the Christmas, buddy. Yeah, you get locked Suck in a bathroom and to suffer with nothing.
0: So While not you listen even, to us, have not, fun. Not even the sink works. It's so yeah. just sweaty and gross and, and <laughs> I forgot
2: to flush. And the mirror is broken, so you yeah. can't even look at yourself to contemplate insanity. It's just a room. It's <laughs> just a solitary, smelly, stinky room, man. <laughs> who could torture you in solitary. And all you hear is joy happening outside. <laughs> and us getting minor details wrong that could use more context And only when we could provide. want
0: to complain are we going to say it right up against the bathroom door. <laughs> yeah, Flev. Of what we don't like about this episode. And you promised it would be amazing. And it's a one-way, one-way audio room, so... You can only hear us, but <laughs> you we can't, can't hear respond, you. Yeah. Can't hear you, man. Two-way sound wall. Sorry about it, buddy, but you can't hear you. Does that exist? A bathroom that does that? Why, <laughs> would, I wa- why would I want <laughs> that for the bathroom? <laughs> a- I can hear them shitting, <laughs> but they have no idea how loud they're being. <laughs> I meant the opposite, but same same theory. Where somebody I would hate <laughs> that too, man. <laughs> where well, I mean, you what kidding- if, like someone slips and falls in the shower, and I'm like, I can't hear you. You devise this so that way people can hear your shit. But
2: you might be taking a shower, if somebody breaks in, you can hear them, but they can't hear that you're taking the showers. You could sneak one over on them. What,
0: John? Do you have any idea how dangerous this is? <laughs>
2: You vary. It's not a good idea. This is terrible I'm just idea. saying, like,
0: does it exist? Unless there was, like, a way, like, the way you enable it for, like, headphones, like a noise-canceling one. Yeah. Where, like, oh, I enabled oh, this to do a noise-canceling bathroom installment <laughs> that I could, like, flick the switch. Like, that would actually be an amazing <laughs> device. Who would not buy that? Make a smart you device gotta admit. Who would that not knows buy how that? to
2: isolate your voice but can mix out all if, of your bathroom if sounds. If there was a
0: way where you could, like... <laughs> Yeah, where you like turn a switch on. That way, your guests, when they have to poop, they may have noise canceling. They don't have to worry about how loud they're being. Or my wife doesn't have to worry about how loud I'm being. And I thought I'd give a crap about how, how loud I'm being We've been right. for so long. But, like, you put so your ear up against this can. door. <laughs> you love me no matter what.
2: Yeah. And- <laughs> I'm going to be abjectly disgusting. But no way is this going to be okay if the rules are reversed. I won't even acknowledge this
0: biological phenomenon <laughs> but, happens to you. But who wouldn't buy that? I feel like a lot of people wouldn't buy it, but if I would couldn't. buy it I would
2: spend th- I would spend yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, if you if you had a, a bathroom that you could easily like yeah mute the sound or yeah again like mix yeah. out your bathroom set. so if you need to be on the phone or you need this to like call, call f- out the door people will just hear your voice and nothing else.
0: That's why I love Flev. He keeps his creative, he keeps those creative juices flowing yeah. as he is a has to hold in his juices from flowing <laughs> while we watch Hunter Hunter.
2: That's the trade, that's the exchange.
0: Anyway, Flev, Merry Christmas, buddy. This is the best shower I think we've done all year.
2: <laughs> yep. We were holding it in to the very end.